0: I don't believe it. That's Clone Force 99.
1: This is Wrecker, Hunter, Echo, Tech, and Crosshair. Obviously we are different. We're all you're getting.
2: We're all you need.
3: They call themselves the Bad Batch. Experimental unit clone force, 99. The
2: defective clones with, the uh, desirable mutations. This is one meeting I don't want to miss.
4: Hello everybody and welcome to another edition of the Dad Batch Podcast, episode 5. My name is Steven Schultz, and I am one of your hosts today. And joining us, as always, the other Dad Batchers, your space daddies. First up, he's our own Sour Patch Tech. Pour some sugar on him, Joe. Laura, how are you, sir?
5: Good. I used to listen to that song back in the day. Yeah, I'm doing great, man. Doing great.
4: That's awesome, man. How was your week?
5: It was good. Um, Rogue One in theaters. It's back. Uh, and I know not everybody got a chance to uh, to get it near their city, so sorry, you know, if that if you're one of those people that didn't get the chance. But it's amazing to see it in IMAX. So I actually saw it twice. I saw it once in San Diego, and then I drove to El Capitan the following night Ooh, nice. from San Diego way down south. So it was a two and a half hour drive to El Capitan Hollywood, watched the movie, and then drove right back. So uh, cool flex. Long night, but it was a really good experience. It was awesome.
4: Did you meet up with any uh, any Star Wars fans or friends or anything over there?
5: Not that one. Just
4: kind of like, kind of like a date night.
5: It was well. It was with my wife and then um, and then Austin, my youngest. He uh, he my was youngest. out of town the first night. He flew in that day, and then we drove up together. So it was the three of us before he gets back to college. So one more.
2: Let's be He's honest.
0: That had to have been more than a two and a half hour drive. You drive fast
4: though, so I guess I
0: do. <laughs> Because you reach
5: H O V, bro. Oh,
4: duh, it's legal. Next up, he's the only echo I call up when I need mechanical engineering expertise.
3: Rami Shaneday, how are you, buddy? I am good, thank you. Um, been uh, I've been busy, and we'll we'll get into that a little bit on the the workbench segment. But uh, I, and on a similar front, I am excited. There's we, there's a Garrison slash squad build party this upcoming weekend um so a bunch of us will be getting together working on some armor um i'll be there it's 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 from nine to two on saturday in rancho cucamonga so um i if anyone is any of our listeners are in the southern california area and want to come see how you know we build our kits and 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 talk about this i by all means uh, message me get a hold of me one way or another and i will give you the address and uh and we'll see you there
0: was scg ones are huge super fun yeah I miss yeah those. i think this is
3: we usually have to like take out fun, insurance yeah. and like rent out <laughs> a school basically kind of a thing so so we'll see we kind of did this one last minute um so we'll see how big it actually is but we still tend to uh to bring in a pretty big crowd so this is the uh correct me if i'm
4: wrong this is the first like
3: really big armor party s- this year right uh, yeah other than some small Since little COVID. ones at people's houses and stuff yes this will be the first big one we yeah so.
4: well we say we we say <clears> it's <throat> going to be big because we we expect that but we'll see how out. <laughs> yeah we'll goes, see how right? it
3: goes <laughs> but yeah again if anybody if any of our listeners are interested in coming out to uh say hi and uh, and see how this stuff works um by all means you're welcome yes. just just find me through the website and uh and message me and we'll we'll get you the details so I'll and see then you guys there. awesome shameless how, how, shameless plug so um was talking to the guys earlier today. My, my uh, 14 year old daughter has uh, gotten pretty involved in BMX freestyle bike riding. And so she has entered a video of herself that she put together in a contest and she is looking to win that thing. Um, And and she's going big. She, she wants to not only win her category, but she wants to get the most votes out of the whole thing. So, um, and outside of her category, there's, there's uh, some pretty good competition. So um, on our socials, I think, by now, by the time you're listening to this, you'll have seen you know posts by most of us. Um, there's a, there's some links there. Go go give her a vote. So, uh,
5: yeah, she really absolutely.
4: Is. That's not a shameless plug, dude. It's it's your daughter, and we're dads. And we're the dad batch. That's why we're here. Yeah, it, it's a proud, exact proud and, plug. You know,
3: it's 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 wild too because you know she has really gotten involved in this sport, which is not predominantly a big draw for girls her age and so you know to to see her and the other girls that are into it in the little community community that they've got um they all support each other the families support each you know all the families are always supporting all of the girls it doesn't matter whether it's you know your own or the competition so it's it's really cool to see that that's awesome dude
4: yeah we we all of us put our votes in early this morning first thing and uh I mean, I've seen I've seen her videos, and I was watching her, her her demo video that you uploaded, dude. It's crazy. And I mean, she's she's got more talent than most dudes. So yeah, go give her a vote, yeah. everybody. Yeah. Give her a vote for sure. <laughs> I was watching
5: that video and saying, "Oh, I would have fallen off there. I would have yeah. fallen off there. <laughs> that would have killed, would've killed me." <laughs> exactly. Hospital. Yeah, so. Yep.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes mm-hmm. the competitions are, are small, and they'll put her in with you know adults or or you know even guys, and she'll still do her her best, and she'll place. Man. So.
5: Dude, that's got to be huge for her confidence. I mean, if you think about putting yourself out there in that kind of sport, and, you know, it, that sport's just hard as it is. That's um, amazing.
3: Yeah, it's wild, and she she does all the Instagram stuff herself. Lord knows, I don't know how to help her with it. So she <laughs> she does she does a great job. So yeah. if any, I give her a follow, BMX Bubby. So there from at BMX Bubby.
0: Yep. From being a Jawa to. Ripping up
6: the BMX. That's awesome. exactly. Yeah. To fly.
0: Well, I'm
4: excited to hear what you have on the on the workbench and how busy your week was. But that sounds cool, man. Thank you. When his paint level skills went Super Saiyan, he collected all the Dragon Balls and chrome painted them. John Rodriguez, how are you, sir?
6: Very good, thank you. Um, I haven't been too busy this week. Um, if you're on, if you're watching video, you can see I, I repainted my mic, which In is something minutes. we spoke about, I think last week or the week before. We yeah, well, I, I I messed up a bunch of parts because I, uh, I, I touched it way too soon. But whatever, weathering, um, it's good for this, and uh, I, yeah, it's fine.
4: It works. How was your week? Everything's
6: huh? good, very good though. Week was fine, worked, um, painted some stuff. It's getting hot right now, so I can't really cast anything. Um, oh, uh, I've been playing with um, Midjourney, that AI art. What is that? Thing. I, I don't even know. Uh, so it's like uh, you have to join the Discord of this thing, and it's it's basically artificial intelligence... Art that you can sort of guide with certain keywords that you post in, so you can type in something specific and it'll sort of generate this art for you, and you can enhance it or whatever. And it's really neat. Um, and I've just been kind of obsessed with that for See, the last. Okay, few so hours. Well, let me fast, let me get no, this straight. So, John, which is
4: so you're obsessed. you're going to a website, <laughs> mid-journey and then it puts you in the Discord, and then yeah, and the Discord is AI. Mm-hmm.
6: And then, yeah, no, so in the Discord, there's like a chat, and in the chat is where you put the command in. Oh, because it's it's an AI, it's a bot, yeah. Slash I, yeah, 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 so you, you, you type in the commands or whatever, and then exactly what you want to put, and you press enter, and you watch it generate in front of you. Like, it'll start out as a blob. Then it'll go into like something more detailed, and more detailed, and more detailed. All of a sudden, you have the whole image.
4: So what if I type? Then you can. Like, what if I type in like enhance it? Cat smoking a pipe.
6: I I think you'd be it'll, pretty surprised. Really, it, it it'll show me a cat smoking crazy, a pipe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, probably, probably several. Weird. I think you'll get it four tricky. out of that. Be That's careful rad. what you put in that thing. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Yeah. Let's They'll not break the AI. Do you
4: guys? Do you guys remember the uh, what was it? The Google AI or the Facebook AI that came out like a few years ago? And then like it, people fed it like all these like uh, inputs, and then within like an hour, it became like a Nazi hating like what? like a like a, a it became like a um, yeah, it became hostile. It, became it turned hostile. into like a Nazi, and it, it was like extremely hateful, and it was just like all these crazy things, and they shut it down after like an hour.
6: I I vaguely remember. I don't know the details on that, but yeah, I remember hearing something. I don't know, man. AI, AI AI scares me, and thus
3: Skynet was born. (laughs) Yeah.
4: Yeah.
6: Wasn't that yesterday? Two days ago.
4: Well, that's cool, man. Thank you for, uh, thank you for that, and I'm excited to hear what you got going on on the bench. And live from the East Coast. It's the boat driving, pink boot wearing, big crosshair energy, Brian Cook. How are you, sir?
0: I don't own pink boots. So, unless they just haven't come yet, because. Pink boots with wings. Not yet. Or something. They don't have those. They're
6: coming, baby.
0: I'm here. I'm good. I was in Virginia Beach for four days.
6: Making dreams uh,
0: for work. And I got back and uh, just been a little chaotic with work and stuff. But, uh, yeah, here we are. Best day of the week Just right work, here.
4: Working and chilling. Just working. Oh, and then
0: Levi started school this week. So our daughter That's Levi, she went she back. She started high
4: school. Yeah. Well, she's, she's been in high school. Homeschooling, right?
0: Homeschool, yeah. She's been well. homeschooled for four years. So, the, And she's a junior this year, so she's back in real school. We're on day wow. three. It's hard because, um, you know, when you're homeschooled, you don't necessarily. We didn't make her get up at, like, 6.30 and, like, like, that whole thing. Like, whatever. She By 8 o'clock, she'd have to be doing her schoolwork. But um, this week, it's only this week, too, because it was, like, homeroom to get, like, kind of established. She has to be there super early. Um, so, right. like, we've be been, like, zombie. Uh, like, waking up in the morning to get her to school. But uh, so far, so good. She's liking it. She's doing weight training, which is sick. So... Hellbar
5: you are topic. too,
0: right? I'm a... not doing, I mean, I'm not in school, but I have been. No, but trying, I mean, you're doing weight training. I've been, I've been trying to do that, <laughs> but I don't know what the hell I'm doing. But carry um. that storm break. Up. <laughs> Thor buff. carry that storm break. Up. Oh, man. Um, Thor fit. Yeah. So that's been cool. Her truck's been getting worked on, which is rad. How's
4: she, how's she acclimating to, to high school?
0: So far, so good. You know, she, um, she has some homies, but, um, the, uh, the classes are weird they're like all broken up like lunch like lunch is broken up into different groups uh which is kind of weird but whatever i don't know
4: like first lunch second lunch oh yeah. my gosh i'm getting yeah. flashbacks right now
0: i didn't have that i was, when it was yeah. lunch it was lunch yeah. everyone was out there in the in the
6: sounds streets. terrible
4: it's like the hobbits they've got to have like second breakfast yep. and <laughs> totally and then how, how are you how are you and tori taking it how are you guys doing
0: good i mean we've been so busy we haven't been able to like go do stuff but go get coffee or whatever. So Yeah. But I I predict a lot of that will be in our future. Like, oh let's go get coffee. There's nobody
5: here. It's just us. <laughs> so yeah. Right. You getting gotta get that getting coffee. coffee That's normal though when a school begins.
4: Hot. Hot it. coffee, right?
5: Not hot. I don't get hot. Tori gets hot coffee. I'm ice. Yeah. Hot again. coffee. It is hot.
0: Oh, yeah. We'll talk about that later. He's a cold it's hot guy. It's
4: hot. <laughs> well, thank you, thank it you guys, thanks everybody for being here, and thank you for listening. Thank you again, everybody, for tuning in. If you'd like to interact with us more, follow us at the Dad Batch Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, and check out our new merch stickers and pick up a shirt at the We have a TikTok. Guys, we do. Sorry, have a TikTok. Yes. Go ahead. <laughs> Uh, I learned something
3: new. Guys, I mean, it's not as good as Dwayne and Wayne's from last week's episode, but you know, no, those guys
4: are pretty legit legends. We've we don't have six million followers; we have like no. six. <laughs> Got to start somewhere. Yeah, but
5: there's six loyal hey. followers. Hey,
4: yep. so, so hey, you know what? For you six Small loyal beginnings. followers, let's get into this thing right here.
2: This garbage is nothing like clone armor. Looks a little tight on you, old man. Yeah, or at least I know how to wear it.
4: that's right everybody it's time for the weekly workbench all right guys who's working on what
3: uh so finally got back to uh to my sewing machine this week so i you know it's these costumes are not all just always just armor and bondo and and paint so uh you know i had taught myself how to at least do a, a semi passable job of sewing and, and so a lot of my costumes are mostly soft goods and so i've been working on um i'll show the mask first for anyone on the video what so this is the hondo anaka mask from chris stevens
0: hello hello my friends
3: and uh so this thing's beautiful it's uh and so i've been i'm working on the hondo from galaxy's edge and there's actually a few different versions apparently the one uh, in the in the ride is different between east and west coast's version um, i haven't figured out all of the differences but there are some and then there's a version that actually is on a human that walks out into the park kind of like how the kylo and the first order stormtroopers and stuff do and so that's even yet a third version of the costume but they're all i mean these are details that only somebody that's building the costume is ever going to notice. Nobody else is ever going to realize. Oh, the buckle's you know two inches to the left on that one versus that one. So, um, but understanding those differences and being able to catalog those and make sure that your costume matches at least one of them—that um, would be part of how it works uh, in in the costuming clubs. So, started working on the soft goods for him. Now, his his jacket, the coat, the outer coat is all leather, and so. It's red leather with like this weird teal on the shoulders and a couple other panels. And so I, 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 I bought fabric to make sort of a, a prototype of the, the jacket. I, don't, I haven't built that yet, but it, what, that, what I'll do is I'll actually take that and kind of turn it inside out once it's done. And that'll help me with a couple things. That'll become the liner for the coat. Um, and then it'll also tell me exactly how much leather I need to get. Because mm-hmm. when I go into Joann's or whatever and I'm buying fabric, I'll always buy way more than I need. Who cares? It's it's not expensive. It's, I'll just get extra, and then I know I'm not going to have to run back and get more. But I am not doing that with leather that costs like a hundred dollars <laughs> for a piece that's only going to cover a little bit. So I need to know exactly how much I need. So I'll use this liner that I'm making to help me inventory exactly how much material I'm going to need to make the jacket, so that when I get that, I've got the right amount. But then I've also got the shirt here, uh, so it's got he's got like this almost like an undershirt. That's got like a little red band and then a a teal teal color fabric that matches the, the shoulders on his jacket and then the shirt. And what you can see is I actually Mm -hmm. had to airbrush weathering onto, to the shirt to get this kind of weathered dirty look. So kind of around the edges, I'll just get some burnt umber paint and put that in my airbrush and spray that on around the edges and a little bit here and there to make it look like it's just dirty. So it's, Actually, like one of the cleanest things in my house right now, and yet it looks oh. filth, looks filthy. So, um, and I I ran out of fabric, didn't put sleeves on it. Although he's always wearing the jacket, so I may not bother putting the sleeves on it. No one would ever see that I don't have them. So
0: yeah, why not? Yeah, uh, that's cool.
3: Well, if no one's ever seen it, you don't know how to make it look. Yeah, how do I know? If he, how do I know he's? We he were just a, How do we know he has? It sleeves? might be a tank top. Yeah, exactly. So and then and then I also did the belt the belt buckle. For his belt. I've got that. And then the, med- the the metal belt that this will go over is coming, and that'll give it the structure it needs. Dude, that came out great.
0: There's a Hondo that walks around the park.
3: Yeah, I've never seen him in person, but he has been there. I, he comes out and does like a little announcement and interacts with the stormtroopers and Chewbacca.
4: He's only been, yeah, on the uh, East, Bat- Batuu East. Oh, okay.
3: Oh, that's why
0: we haven't seen if him If I ever here. make it, I'll let you guys know.
3: His jacket's a little more practical for... A human actually wearing, it. and you can tell on, on the animatronic one. I think there's some details that um, that they had to do a certain way because they needed to be able to get in there and service it, and, and they can't necessarily bend them in a certain direction to put the thing on, so it has to come apart and have gaps and places and stuff. So, so that is what I have been working on this week. Oh, well, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> no echo but, progress. But, Jeez. Ah, I actually, that's God. actually I. I I got the I got the back plate painted, so. Um, but yeah, the uh, it's it's good. it was good to sit back at my sewing machine and get get some of that done.
0: It's always it's always cool when you can get some sewing stuff done, because I feel like soft parts to costumes are always like pretty expensive. It's cool when you can do it yourself. When I've sewed like the littlest thing myself, I'm like I feel like the best builder in the world.
3: Yeah, and. <laughs> And I'm I'm terrible. I don't I don't make patterns. I but what I will do is I like I have a couple garments in my closet. Like I have a shirt that I it's literally work shirt. It says my company name on it. But I will pull that thing out and that is what I'll lay out and use to get like the sizing and blocking and, and the general lines for almost any shirt that I need to make. That's what I use to make the Hondo shirt. Um, yeah. Same. I've got a pair of pants that I will just lay out over the fabric and I'll just trace trace the pants. It it there's the things in your closet. Were made theoretically were made correctly so you can use those as patterns i mean if you really want to learn how you know if you've ever looked at the way that the cut on a sleeve is when it's just a pattern piece it doesn't necessarily look intuitive that that would be a sleeve but take an old t-shirt and cut it apart at the seams and the sew lines and 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 open that up and look at what that looks like and you'll start to understand how these things go together does it does it have to be an old t-shirt (laughs) <laughs> or can can they get one from the DabDash.com? They, they could get one from the DabDatch dot com store. <laughs> and uh and we've got we've even got a new design in there this week. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, that's right. Uh, if you guys want to see what that new design is, go in and check it out.
0: I always speak speaking of what you're saying, Remy, like I I'll always like when I'm trying to make a costume or whatever, I'll like go on Amazon and try to find like something similar and then I'll alter it. Yeah. I'm the same thing. My sewing skills are nothing. And I just will cut pieces mm-hmm. and sew it and go, oh, well, you won't see this. Just like how your shirt doesn't have sleeves. Like I'll hide things, you know? Yeah. Uh
3: My, my Din Djarin costume, which is approved in all three of the clubs, you know, the Mercs and the Rebel Legion and the 501st, I, I got the flight suit. It's one of those, like, cosplay Sky inexpensive flight suits. It came with, like pleather armor that was like lightly stitched on it and stuff but i got that and i tore all that armor off and honestly the undersuit was great and it it had all the stitching in the right places And, and i added velcro to a couple of spots where i wanted it to hold together and sit a certain way but it was it was easier to take that and modify it than it was to start from scratch and a heck of a lot less expensive than buying something more you know higher end so
5: remember when when we were trying to plan for that that really cool photo shoot with all of us and, uh, and we we're wondering, Hey, it would be cool if we got a Rex. So I reached out to Clona slug. He's like, yep, I'm available. Let's do this. We're like, dude, you gotta have a poncho. And Ramey, like, dude, it was like, how many hours did you like? Oh, it was overnight. You basically just five minutes. It was five minutes. Just crazy. So fast.
3: I put it together in an evening. I used my, my daughter who was at the house, uh, as my, my mannequin. And, uh, we got it, we got it put together. So
5: this is pretty cool. Pretty rad. Yeah. That's so sick.
0: Right? I pr- I printed uh um, Imperial Crosshair hand plate.
5: That's what I did.
0: Nice. It's really thick. So <laughs> only, I need to tweak this file a little bit.
4: And so you can backhand and smack uh, all those yes, all the regs. All the
0: regs. So, it's so <laughs>
5: Stupid regs.
0: Um other than that I haven't worked on too much. I I think I was telling before we started uh, I I put some primer. I am lazy. I do canned primer. I know you can get really nice primer and shoot it out of a spray gun, but I'm I like things quick and easy. So I just get filler primer, and uh, I'd sprayed the hammer parts to Stormbreaker with filler primer in the morning, um, and learned a lesson in East Coast humidity because the paint just like i tried to sand it at night so whatever 12 hours later and it was just mush mushy yeah as i was trying to sand it so i just cleaned all that primer off and i'm gonna i guess use the weather channel to figure out what the humidity is i don't know i gotta figure this out
5: so is there a spot in the house like you could you could lay it down, put it on something, and then just kind of put it in the corner of the house somewhere? Where does it stink in open. the house?
2: I you mean, I guess do I could
0: bring coats. it in the house to dry. Maybe to dry, dude. right?
6: Light coats. What are, what are, what is that? So they dry quicker. If you're doing thick coats, it's, gonna, it's it'll never dry because it's humid.
0: That's it. I don't really have. I I haven't really had time. It was funny. I was talking to my my dad earlier, uh, and whenever I get on the phone, I tend to walk around and tinker on stuff because uh, usually I, when I'm working I'm sitting in front of my desk and people are always like what are you what are you spray painting like what do you do what are you are you sanding something killing bugs <laughs>
5: and yeah. I'm like
0: oh yeah I'm working on it." my dad's like oh yeah whatever you're working on armor I get it Like, <laughs> but other people are like what are you doing I'm like, oh I'm sorry because of stupid uh, airpods they just pick up like everything <laughs> like oh just call, yeah you yeah. just hear like yeah are you spray painting what are you doing? Well, oh yeah I'm tagging right now it's yeah. all good <laughs> yeah.
6: what are you sanding but yeah
0: it's funny because some friends that uh, I know that they just expect it they're like oh yeah you're working on some stuff you know then I have other people that have no idea that I do all this stuff on the other side that's our so, that's our
4: sound that's like the music to our ears
0: yeah I can't just stand there and talk on the phone mm-hmm. I need to do other things <laughs> I pace when I walk. I mean, I don't work on stuff. Yeah, same. I can't stand still when I'm on
5: the phone.
0: No, neither can I. That's it. Nothing built. I just wanted to show my hand plate. That's too thick. Something and not even size right. There's a matching one too, but I left that one outside.
3: We need like a white noise soundtrack that's just like armor party kind of noises. You know, some people listen to like the You know, a waterfall or the rain, the rain, or just you know, static clanking. We need an (laughs) armor party soundtrack. (laughs) yeah the the printer printing
6: uh someone someone yeah cutting something an occasional belt sander spraying yeah someone (laughs) dropping something oh man you know
0: (laughs) building white noise yeah
6: it's like ambient. No, it's not. What it's ambient. It's like trop- 3D printer. Th- Steven's uh, like, I got noises, that noise
0: ne- next, right next to me. <laughs> why would <laughs> I? Yeah. Like, why <laughs> would I buy the
4: CD if I could just like actually print it <laughs> and listen to it?
5: Goes along with our new shirt. If the printer works. So speaking of dropping stuff, I, d- I dropped this guy on accident. The the, the new uh, tech shoulder, but it's filament, right? Weathering. Well, the funny thing is, it, it actually the corner totally broke off and. um but but it's all repairable so i shipped some abs in there glued it then trimmed it and then just used some evercoat and you can't even tell now so i'm starting to print it uh paint it right now but inside inside you can see the i can't tell at all part but outside you can't tell
2: did it break
3: did it break on the print line
5: uh no it was a it was a good like it's like if somebody like took a bite out of it. That's what it looked like. Wow. I have a picture of it. I'll share the picture later. That's perfect weathering. Yeah, and then um, and then I showed you guys yesterday my knees. This front black area was squared off. Um, I basically got my Dremel and kind of chewed up a circular area, filled the rest with Evercoat again, and sort of started shaping it, and then painted it today, and now it looks like Tech and two knees. So there you go. Then you get more
0: reference pics and it's fully the original knee. And you're like,
2: oh, just. Yeah, no, the original (laughs) knee.
5: The original (laughs) knee I have is square and technically it should be rounded. So,
3: so should the season one have been rounded too? Hmm. Slightly. uh, Ah, interesting. Okay.
4: Yeah. Yeah. So, so Joe, they, what, what kind of, what kind of resin are you using that, on, on that, um, was it a shoulder piece that
5: snapped? Uh, it's so this is not resin. This is uh, FDM. The original one was oh, okay. resin, but I remember, I think I showed you a couple episodes ago. That thing's heavy. Yeah. it was like a pound. PLA. This thing is a third of that. It's like five ounces.
4: Got it. Okay. And then, I,
5: but I dropped it, and I didn't. I didn't know it. It cracked, or the, that corner broke off. I just, you know, put it aside. Do do do. And then, like I think two days ago, I looked at it. I'm like, wait a minute, that thing is. I couldn't find the other piece on the floor i was looking because i think i vacuumed it up and it's gone mm-hmm. so i'm like how am i going to replace that i just got yep. some abs piece shoved it in there and started trimming it with my dremel and evercoat man yeah but i needed yeah. something that the evercoat could hang on so that's what the abs was for oh there, like the
4: bite needs that bite yeah
0: there's flexible resin though right or like there the resin is i it tried has. it i tried is it, it good yeah and because yeah, i i'd yeah, like I to print it this in flexible resin because i think for a hand plate that'd be pretty good just to have yeah. a little bit of give you know
5: yeah let me grab my uh, my tech glasses those are resin and they're, they're pretty flexible i think when
0: i was looking for resin online i saw some that said flexible and i was curious as to oh that's cool yeah just a little bit of give oh, wow. right yeah yeah
4: not too
5: much
3: they do make some that that are like almost like rubber
4: i've i've also seen uh resin that acts like abs like they call it like actually it's like actually abs like resin Mm -hmm. um which i've dropped i've like i've (laughs) i've accidentally dropped it like in the garage on the concrete and it's fine it's been fine so but then i've also had resins where i've dropped it and it just shatters like glass
5: that was that was a pair of tech glasses i made out of the regular resin i had i had it for comic-con that special edition and i was hanging out with you guys and some other folks and it fell off my head and went just like 20 different pieces it had no flex at all though none
6: painted my mic
5: you painted your mic Uh,
6: that's pretty much it it's been hot lately can't really make helmets i'm waiting for some 2k clear coat to show up so i can't clear coat anything yet um, It should arrive by Friday So I've just got to hang out And uh...
5: Dude it was funny when I saw you painting your mic Cause that was just a joke last week
4: I know dude I can't believe And then you weathered the n- the knobs <laughs> Oh yeah I weathered
6: the knobs Well yeah yeah. Cause I'm like well I can't leave them like just like plastic grey Like I'll, I'll paint them black And then I'll kind of rub them and mess them up a little I
0: feel like I need to like one up you now Like I'm gonna like Paint mine like
6: I'm gonna paint mine like Crosshair colors. You know what? I'm gonna
0: put a fin coming off the side of it.
6: Do it, yeah. Make it like the shoulder. I kind of wish I left it left it just metallic and not gold. Like I'm I'm, I wish I left it just uh, a aluminum lustered. But it looks good. It's fine.
3: But but I don't I don't want to let Crosshair off the hook. You said it, so now you got to do it.
0: You need a fin off the side. All right, I will.
3: Yeah,
4: yeah. Make something. It's got a resin print. A little shoulder belt.
3: A li- with the with the fin
0: <laughs> hanging on, I'm
4: doing it.
6: I'm doing yeah. it. Yeah, and put it on it. on the I'm side. I'm
5: my mic. I think it's. it's I think it's going to be something that we all have yeah. to do now.
3: Oh man, I've got. The... <laughs> I mean, I got the sticker on. Well, mine. His is already blue.
6: I He's got a sticker mine, on his. You guys don't have to. Yeah, you do I just ordered those stickers, guys, by the way, the and stuff. See?
4: Oh, you're gonna love them. So I I uh, let's see. No progress on Wrecker Season 2. Um, but because um, I'm doing all those Infinity Stone holders or whatever. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and since, since Brian was printing Stormbreaker and I have Mjolnir, I got the Chitauri staff for Loki. Wow. Nice. And if you pop it open, oh, my gosh. If you Ooh. pop it open on the side. It's got the Mind Stone. Oh, random. Nice. And it it lights up and makes sounds. Uh, To the staff staff? No, it's just the Scepter. Now, did you make that or did you buy it? No, this was the uh, prop replica from uh, Disney World. Because they have that Guardians of the Galaxy right there. Okay, right. So so I, I paid a smuggler to ship it for me and got it. What I did print for it, though.
0: They have a different Galaxies ride at. They
4: do. Yep. Dude, you really need to go to Disney World now. You can go on that ride and see Honda. It's over in
3: Epcot, right?
5: Yeah. Is it good? What's that one?
4: I have no idea. I got it. But they have tons of merch there. They did it. They did it in the in the way that like Star Wars did Galaxy's Edge. Okay. so when yeah. you go there, it's, like, their Marvel land there is, yeah. is like, in-universe. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and their gift shop is, like, just, like, Doc Ondar's. It's, like, crazy. Oh,
0: cool. Because Avengers yeah. HQ at Disneyland was a little womp, womp, womp. Yeah. Kind of like Thor, Yeah, it, was,
4: it wasn't for me. But um, what I did print was the, I don't know what you call these. They're just, like, the the helicarrier stand that they had for the the Loki Scepter. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So these were these were a, a file uploaded designed and uploaded by props and stuff um, on YouTube. He put them on Thingiverse and uh, I laid it out on the on the print bed. So they were uh, support free and I turned up the layer height on it to like point one six. So like super fine. And then when it was done printing, just put it together with some bolts and uh, hit it with some silver, and that's oh, it.
0: I was about to say, you didn't paint them? Like, they printed no. like that? <laughs> I was tripping. No, I,
4: oh. I didn't even have to put primer. Like, they it, came out so clean. Wow. They're so clean that you can't even see the print lines on it. That's what I got for the Infinity stuff. But, and we talked about this for the past couple weeks. They finally came in. My black chrysanthemum feet came in nice. from Josh Beckett. Your toes. These, Toe jam. These oh. things are rad. I mean, I don't know if you guys can like tell how big these are, but it's like as big as my head. <laughs> big feet. So, so yeah. do you
0: like stick that on the end of a boot or something or what do you what do you do?
4: Typically what they'll do is they'll they'll build up like a foam lift. Yeah. Like a like basically like a foam boot. Yeah. And then your foot would go on top. Yeah. Um and you can carve it out. So Adam Savage has a really good one-day build on on his on his wiki uh, feet. chewy feet. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it, they're so simple. It's just, uh, it's foam. Um, and then he just cut it to the shape of, you literally use the pattern of your boot yeah. um, or the shape of your boot as a pattern. You cut it, you just layer the foam and then you cut the foam in half down the middle. And then you add like a piece of um, a quarter inch ply mm-hmm. down the, like vertically down the middle uh, to give it support. You glue that all together. You tape the foot. Yeah or the the toes you tape it using like black gorilla tape yeah and you just start taping the whole boot like it's like literally like the whole boot is just then shrink wrapped and then in, you cover in, it
0: with the hair and then yeah
4: and then you cover it with the hair
0: i what? saw i saw someone like a wookiee costume or something and they use like a it almost looked like a like a snowboarding boot or a uh wake surfing boot Something like that. That that was what yeah. they used to put their foot in. That way, they had like crazy ankle support because when you're right. up on the thing, you know,
4: when you're standing yeah, on a on, foot of uh, foam. <laughs> on on the tested video, he he was using um, just like a pair of sneakers for like the last ten years, and then he upgraded to snowboarding snowboard, snowboarding boots. So I'm probably gonna do that. So I gotta get a I gotta find some like I can good, I get a good deal on. I can help you with that. Yeah. I'm going to need the, hook. you
0: need a linerless snowboarding boot. That way it's a little cooler, but you still mm-hmm. get the support and everything or yeah. um, I have a. Yeah. Cause I don't want to be like, I, have a different I don't want to be on
4: two foot lifts. And then all of a sudden my ankle goes out or something. I
0: have a different option for you. I'll send it to you after this.
5: Right on.
4: But yeah, other than that, um, yes, yeah, sadly no progress on record right now. What's the plan? Um, what are
5: you, what are you going to do first? Like, what are you thinking in your mind you're going to tackle first?
4: i'm probably gonna work it from the head down i mean that's usually what i did for most of my costumes because the helmet for me is like yeah the helmet for me is like that's like the crown jewel so to speak for any costume like if i get the bucket um going and and it looks good then it motivates me to the next piece which is like usually the chest and shoulders and then once that gets done then that motivates me for the rest of the stuff because i mean i can't really get excited for thigh pieces and and for <laughs> you know for sure. for uh spats and and yeah. and all that kind of stuff but yeah I, I i'll probably start i mean we have some pretty good reference on the helmets so i can i think i can start that i know you joe you you did your helmet right did
1: season two season two
4: yeah
0: it's joe's it's, on season and- five he's already <laughs> Sorry, he's ahead.
5: And then
4: John, John, you did your helmet too, right? Is that a is that a Carhartt beanie?
5: It's wearing a beanie. He's cold. He's hipster. Hipster hunter.
4: Hipster hunter. Where's the beanie? All right. I'll I'll try I'll try and have the helmet done by by next week. I think I can knock that out.
6: I think Echo's the only one that hasn't done the helmet. Oh, I've got the helm. I've all got right. the
3: helmet.
4: Season two. Yeah.
6: But you've painted it.
3: Oh, I just haven't. I just oh, haven't, so uh, haven't shown you're you guys the last one.
6: <laughs> oh, well, well then. So yeah, all right. Steven, you're the last one all so, right, all right. to do the helmet. Even Brian did his helmet. I
3: have no armor. And I, I do what you were t- describing, Steven, I I almost always start with the helmet. If it's, if it's that kind of costume and I'll, I, sometimes yeah. I'll, I'll build a helmet just because I've got way more helmets than I have the costumes for because I'll, I'll build that helmet. And then if I really, really like the helmet then I'll be like, yeah, now I need the rest of the outfit and I'll go and I'll go from there. But, uh, but yeah, I've got a lot of, like, I've got a bunch of different clone helmets and you know, uh, pretty much one of what, every I mean, fed helmet. There is you know, the animated one. What is it?
4: Cause if you look around, like in my office, I've got like at least over a dozen helmets for costumes. I don't even have like what is it about helmets that
5: they're awesome right
6: they're awesome yeah it's like i've got one two three i have five helmets in my vicinity right now i have two here and three over there and and three more over here from people giving
5: recommendations that are starting to build armor like don't do the helmet like do something easy because if you mess up the helmet then whatever but i that's the first thing I do is build a helmet for the same reason you said, Steven, I think it's, yeah. it's like, if I was going to yeah. be a Jedi, I want I want the saber first and then I'll start building, you know, getting the tunic and everything else together. But you know, you want to have that cool part, right?
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like uh, there's a, there's a Facebook right. group. There's a Facebook group that I'm in Motivated. and it's like helmet collectors, Star yeah. Wars helmet collectors or yeah, something. I'm in that too. But yeah, there's, there's no like Star Wars backpack collectors or <laughs> Star Wars shin spat collectors or something, you know,
5: hand plate, crosshair, <laughs> hand plate,
4: crosshair, hand plate collectors.
3: I'm pretty sure there is a backpack helmet yeah, one. Home it's called the Loungefly Group.
0: group. Uh, oh yeah. That's a different
4: dude. I got, I got Loungefly as one of my, um, contest things that I won at, at comic con at San Diego comic con. And so like, I, I'm, I have, I'm literally the first in line at like nine 30 AM Friday morning. Okay. And then I, and then, i I have no idea what to buy. Like, I'm just like I've never won Funko lounge Fly before. I'm just here, and so this uh, this this uh, girl like lines up right behind me, and she's so excited to like go in there. And I was like, please cut in front of me and tell me what to buy. <laughs> and she was just like, buy everything, smart, which I did, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which I did. Show me
5: what's cool. I got the Tusken Raider bag. Um, I think, oh, I think yeah. the, the next day, or maybe it was two days after. that.
4: Did you get the matching wallet?
5: I saw it. Uh, I didn't get it. I think. uh mm. Yeah,
4: big mistake, buddy. I big know mistake. I
5: know. Kim was in Chicago. I wanted to surprise her. I got the bag, and then I should have got that name wallet.
3: When she when she got the bag, was she like, "What about the wallet? Look, <laughs> 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 in, in, where's she the wallet? The back
5: on the ground. No, <laughs> no, she didn't do that. She didn't do that."
4: No, but I got the uh I got the Stranger Things one and I got my wife the uh Captain Captain Carter backpack and the Ahsoka the Ahsoka purse. I think it's I think that's Loungefly I the listeners can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that was Loungefly's first purse. Um was the Ahsoka purse. And what's really cool is like the the clasp on it is her mantrals. Oh. Or her, le- or her Leku or her Laiku or whatever. Um yeah. But yeah, it looks Mugs, really cool. So, she's stoked for it. She's going to she's saving it for London. Nice. So,
5: it's all about the bags.
4: Right on, guys. Well, th- I think that was a good workbench. I know some of us didn't not working on much, but uh you know, it's hard when it's hot. It's like 150 degrees out here in Southern California, so It's hot,
6: Brian. It's hot. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Brian that's says funny. it's hot, it but he's wearing like, a hoodie. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know.
3: That's a
0: Bad Batch hoodie. I got the AC on. Yeah. It's a Bad Batch hoodie. I had a tank top on, and I was like, well, I don't want anyone to see the guns.
5: So i that. working, the, the working on Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker needs a muscular Thor.
6: Big crosshair energy. I've <laughs> <laughs>
5: been to the
0: gym is. like four times. I'm like, check me out.
4: How is Stormbreaker?
0: The inanimate object that I'm building? It's good. <laughs> How how
6: is it feeling?
4: <laughs> okay, so I saw you posted a picture that you got from John, like the the detailed close up of it. What's your plan to get it that smooth? Because that thing is oh
0: like, yeah, that's not happening. Mine's gonna be a used stormbreaker. Dip it
6: in resin. Dip it in resin. <laughs> mine's
0: John's not gonna break. be straight. Mine's not. Mine's not straight. Second hand stormbreaker. With the, what's the homie's name that made it? I can't remember his name.
3: Groot. Oh, the, the guy that runs the forge, the Star oh, Forge. Groot helped. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. The guy from Game giant, of Thrones, right?
4: The giant dwarf, right. The giant um, dwarf, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah Lannister.
4: Yeah, yeah. Uh I don't know. I forgot his name. Tyrion Lannister. Yeah,
6: he, I, Tyrion? Yeah. That's his freaking how are we supposed <laughs> to remember that? The hand of the king.
4: Alright, guys. Let's get into the news, Echo.
1: We're being hailed. This encryption's new.
2: This might take a while.
3: All right, so let's start off with uh, Happy Birthday to Mr. D. Bradley Baker, the man who gives who breathes, breathes life into all of our characters and then some. So uh, Happy Birthday, D. I'm sure he's a, sure he's a listener. And uh, speaking of our of listeners, so I'm pretty sure that this next bit is confirmation that we have people at both in the uh, executive levels of Disney and Lucasfilm that listen to the show. Because why else? How else could you explain that? Right after we talked about the fact that uh, the Bad Batch was dropped from the release schedule. Um, wait, 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 wait. Are are you talking about what I think you're talking about? September,
4: September twenty eighth, twenty eighth. Yeah, the Mighty Ducks game changer season two premiere.
3: <laughs> yeah, and competing with that is okay. the Bad Batch season two uh, premiere. So, uh, you know, why else would they have gone and corrected the schedule so promptly after our episode came out? Um, yeah, I pretty think sure. I think that pretty much says it. So, uh, it but yes, sense. uh, so since last week's episode, um, they, they have updated the schedule and they did include on September 28th, the bad batch season 2 we'll pick back up. So, uh, looking, everybody set your, set your calendars. We will, uh, we'll be talking more about the show itself in the weeks leading up to that. And then starting that week, we will be doing weekly episodic reviews too. We will be doing a live live
4: stream after show. So I'm pretty sure Blackie's not going to be here because it's going to be 3 a.m. his time. <sighs> and, he, and if he's not here, then everyone has our permission to give him a ton load of crap. Oh. That's fine because um, I won't
0: be on social media at all. I'll be waiting until I have time to enjoy the, sh- enjoy the show with my family, and then that's that usually yeah, talk about thing. It later. And I'm not waiting up until 3 a.m. I mean even, I, 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 even when I was on the West Coast and the shows premiered at midnight, I was like turned it off
3: yeah I'd i wake can't up in the
0: morning and watch i can't, it. Do, I that. can't do that i'm, I'm I old i don't do that yeah uh, i'm it just doesn't it doesn't hey so every, right, so we'll, everyone's around
4: come on guys it's season two of the bad batch nah, nah. it's the premiere
3: the premiere i'm gonna try to stay up it's a good thing the couch here in my office turns into a bed because i'm gonna need it all right
4: so you guys heard it here Oops. first at least three to four of the five of us will be live streaming it's going to be one of us live maybe two show.
0: it's just Steven by himself it's
6: Steven. hey it's he's like well it's everyone
0: me.
5: here's your space daddy I'll be with everyone, you everyone else fell asleep <laughs> hey Steven I'll be there for sure I I'll, I'll always stay up at
3: night right on he
5: will be us too
3: all right well moving on with the news right. That's it. um so, mm-hmm. costume related, since we all make these costumes, uh, we got some. Uh, I, I don't know if these were officially revealed or if they were leaked, but we got some action figures from Andor um, that came out Ooh. today, and uh, they show there's an Imperial officer um, mm-hmm. Cassian in like an officer disguise, and then a, a, another uh, another version of an officer that's more like with the poncho, like what we saw in Rogue One. Um, the Cassian and the Imper- the one labeled Imperial officer and or there's the planet name. Um, they're wearing what what appears to be like black mud trooper armor. And we'd seen this armor in the trailers, but we couldn't quite make out what the outfits underneath it looked like. Um, it, you know, in some of the shots, it looked like it was a, the green outfit, like what would be under that armor, and and if it was a, a transport driver or a mud trooper. Um, but then in some of them, they almost look like riot control police, and that outfit looked to be black. And so with this, we actually have confirmation the the undersuit for um, – Cassian's is, in fact, like a, a, a Mud Trooper type jacket uh, with green pants, not black, and then, you know, kind of normal black boots. And uh, and then the, the one that looks more like a riot control cop, that's a, a different outfit altogether. Something, some details there that are not on anything that we've seen up until now and um, all black. So black undersuit, black armor, black boots, the, the helmet's black. That one looks pretty cool. So, I think out of all these costumes coming from Andor that I've seen, that's the one I've got my eye on. Oh, you're gonna build it? Yeah. In fact, I actually, I actually started taking some of my much armor is. and because uh, I've got multiple pieces and and I st- I started repainting it. <laughs> so already, yeah. Okay. For this next bit, we've got some audio clips that we've queued up. So. Um, we got a, a clip that was recorded at celebration of Dave Filoni and John Favreau talking, and um, I don't think we'd seen this before. But there's some interesting dialogue. It's just some, it's it's cool to hear these guys talk. I mean, you can tell they're genuine fans. They genuinely appreciate the uh, the reaction that they hear from from the fan fans. You know, like I don't like us. Um, so. I just I can I can never get enough of listening to these guys talk. So because they're genuinely, um, it makes you feel like Star Wars is in good hands with these two. So if we want to play clip number one, these this one they're talking about um, their experience kind of between Celebration Chicago, which was the first one Favreau had attended, and mm-hmm. um, and their experience attending this celebration here this past May.
5: Nice, cool.
3: And this was from Entertainment Tonight, right? Yeah, actually, yeah. Good Interti- call. Yeah.
4: Okay.
1: All right, and here we go. A lot has changed since the last time we were at Star Wars Celebration. It was my first one. David had been to a lot. It was in Chicago, and it was uh, three years ago, four years ago. Yeah, wow. It was before The Mandalorian ever aired. So I was getting to know the Star Wars fans. They knew me from my work at Marvel, I think. They knew me as an actor, but it was my introduction. Now coming back here to Star Wars Celebration and to see the appreciation that they've had for the shows that we've made, because now we've done four seasons of television, three <laughs> seasons of television since then. And, and of course, now uh, Dave is filming Ahsoka, which is uh, on Disney Plus as well, a live action show, uh, uh, following up on the animated characters that he created along with George Lucas for, uh, for the uh, Star Wars animation.
0: That's, um, did you guys hear that? It was pre-Vizsla. <laughs> he was... <laughs> My warrior
3: ways. ...telling you guys' <laughs> stories. Exactly. Exactly. No, but again...
6: He said Ahsoka was a continuation yeah. of Rebels. And I thought that was just speculation. I didn't know it was like, like rebels. They showed season um, five
4: in the trailer at uh, celebration. They showed.
6: I, I I didn't see that trailer. There's reports. The, uh...
4: I mean, you don't have to see it. You can read about just the saying. reports on it. But the the trailer ends with mm-hmm. Sabine looking at that that mural. But or I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. The trailer o- opens yeah, or ends mural. with the mural, and it, it's the identical mural from the sh- from the animated show but then as the camera pulls back mm-hmm. it's it's the live action Sabine looking at it like shot like shot for shot oh, it's so and it's and then you're just like what is going right, on right, like it's, right. it's surreal to see that, <sighs> that man, you know, one of the things that I remember from Celebration Chicago was when Dave <laughs> Filoni was on stage and this was before Mando had come out um, and they were showing off like little clips of it But I remember Dave was talking about how for him, it was surreal drawing characters for more than a decade on paper, you know, drawing these characters on paper and then all of a sudden looking up and then seeing those characters in real life and you're like interacting with them. So that, that was really cool to hear,
3: hear them talk about that. Yeah. Okay. So in this next clip, um, it talks about sort of the tone, it's Filoni talking about the tone and flow of the shows and how they fit together. Um, yeah, so it's just interesting to hear him get a feel for, for the different shows. And I, I I get the impression that he is thinking in terms of like how they all fit together and it's one, one bigger story to him. So if you want to let that one number two roll.
2: We love seeing the development of all these series and how, you know, from the, the news show we're doing with uh, John Watts, Skeleton Crew, and, and but when you look at Andor and you look at Obi-Wan, you look at Mando, you look at Boba, they all do have a different feeling, a different tone. And I think that's remarkable and really speaks to the the serialized nature of Star Wars and how it can be a very flexible uh, galaxy. I mean, it's, it is a galaxy, so there's so many stories to tell that it's exciting. But, uh, I don't know yet. I think that I'm waiting to see a little more as I put it together what that tone becomes because it's, it's evolving right now. It's evolving.
3: I think it's cool that he sort of takes it as if he's along for the ride just like the rest of us. Even though I mean he's very much got a very big hand in all of this. So, um, Mentioned Skeleton Crew so we still don't know a lot about that but um, but but with that note of Skeleton Crew I think there's an interesting tidbit that I don't know that we had ever had confirmed that Ties in with uh, something they mentioned in this next clip. So if we want to go to clip number three,
1: all the shows that we've worked on, whether it's Mandalorian, Ahsoka, Book of Boba Fett, now Skeleton Crew, they all exist within the same time frame. They all exist after Return of the Jedi. So between, uh, I guess you'd say, between Episode Six and Episode Seven, there's 30 years there that's somewhat unexplored on, certainly on the screen. Uh, to some extent, it's been explored through, through fiction and through extended universe stuff. So there's a a lot uh, of room for us to tell stories. And there are a lot of characters that are in play because we know who's around at that time. And so in The Mandalorian, we begin to introduce those characters. We begin to remind people who knew them already, or if you aren't familiar with the other work and you just are coming in through this show, we're introducing them for the first time. And this affords us the opportunity to have stories that interconnect and characters that go from one story to the other. And that creates a very rich fabric for us to explore.
3: So Skeleton Crew takes place during Good. the same time period. I don't think we had heard anything about that before. So that's news. And do we think we'll get introduced to any of the characters from Skeleton Crew in Mando Season 3? I mean, he, he basically says Mando's the vehicle with which they are introducing these characters. So that could be yeah, interesting. That's
0: cool stuff. Those guys yeah. together are the best. Really, yes. The best.
3: They are. I, I would love to just like be a fly on the wall and watch them just kind of shoot the breeze. I'm sure the stuff they talk
5: about is epic. I'd love to ride a roller coaster with them. I mean, it'd be, Oh, who, who would have done that? Speaking of weird, we we,
3: (laughs) save that for clip, save that for when we get to clip number six. (laughs) So one, one of the things that they
4: mentioned in that clip was, um, they were talking about the 30 year span after return of the Jedi to the force awakens. And it it seems like, you know, with Mando, Ahsoka, Book of Boba Fett, now Skeleton Crew, it seems like they're really in charge of that whole set time frame. Imagine if um, at the end of Return of the Jedi in 83, if they had a plan, a 30 year plan for like media and stories and stuff that would lead for literally the next 30 years in real life, right? like that would be amazing and like that's what they have now is like they know where they know the start point and they know the end point and so like do you guys remember before mando came out there was like i don't know if it was said anywhere but there was like this chatter about something in Ma- something in the mandalorian was gonna tie to the f- the start of like the first order or something oh wow no do you guys remember that i'm
3: horrible no. with that
4: kind of stuff i think there's still
3: awesome. time for that to happen though yeah i mean we kind of saw it i vaguely remember that we,
4: we kind of saw it in i think it was season two when din goes back to uh navarro and they like infiltrate like an imperial base and then they find like these clone tanks that look just like snoke oh like we yeah, don't know yeah, we yeah. don't we don't say if it's they don't say if it's yeah, snow of right. But it's like but person of, or whatever. you know gives that that yeah. vibe
3: right yeah i th- i, I think that's the the key is that the cloning stuff that we assume is going on that's why they wanted grogu and and so on so i think because you know the one the one doctor the emblem on his uniform is the same as what the clone the clones had so that's that's a tie in there too
5: so right now, get... guys, I'm going, um, I'm going live, and it's just me. Emily twenty five said in Mando season two, Carga mentions a quote skeleton crew, end quote for the Imperial post on Navarro. Nice. Oh.
3: All there right, now I got to go back and watch Ooh. that. You
6: hear it
0: here <laughs> first.
3: Thank you.
6: Wait, but I, I remember that 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 skeleton crew is supposed to be uh, an empi- the, the empire that works there, right? Like that runs that facility. It's just a few people. I thought
4: skeleton crew was supposed to be Jude Law and a bunch of kids.
5: Well,
0: I mean, they got time to ruin it for us. They really. <laughs> <laughs> we're just we're just coming up with our own thing. <laughs> it's our expectations.
1: All right, next clip. Well, we established uh, in in the book of Boba Fett that there was uh, an opportunity for the Mandalorian to be redeemed because he had transgressed against the the against the Creed by removing uh, his helmet and among his group of Mandalorians that is something that's not permitted. Now we know that there are other groups of Mandalorians where uh, they have different sets of rules. In, in the in the Clone Wars we saw with Dave and also with the character that I voiced that the, the Mandalorians are very different there. And so these different groups are coming together and uh, we're going to figure out how, um, how they all the nexus point for all of those communities of course is there homeworld from which they're exiled, which is Mandalore.
3: Talked about pre-visil there, Brian.
0: Yeah, I love I love talking to people that I know that are not kind of in our world of of just being over the top with knowledge and but they like Star Wars, you know? And and I go, "Oh, you watch the Mandalorian?" "Oh, yeah, it's it's so awesome." And, and I go, "Yeah, you know, John Favreau and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, it's so good." And I go and I like explain like his character in the Mandalorian, the heavy Paz Vizsla, the name Vizsla and how he was in these cartoons in two, was that two, 2007, right? Or 2000, yeah. something like that. Something like that. And they're like, their minds blown. Cause they just think like, Oh, he's just, Oh, we did Marvel stuff. And then, and one off yeah, star Wars. Like, yeah, duh. And like, no, he was, in he's been in it years ago. So he knows about it. Like pretty deep cut stuff too. Like Clone Wars is so, there's so much content in Clone Wars that it's daunting to sit and watch it. I go, you should watch it. It's seven seasons. Some of the seasons have 25 episodes. (laughs) They're like,
6: what? And they're deep. They're not for kids.
4: Did he mention that they're going to all
3: meet at the planet Mandalore? Did he say something like that? Yes. Yes. He mentioned well, so he he hints at that. So he he mentioned he mentions that um, that that in in them they're coming together in the one common thread being the planet they originated from that they, or that they were um, unable to go back to, which was Mandalore.
0: They, those guys. I mean, Dave is Dave's the ultimate troll when it comes to this stuff, and John's not far behind him. So they know what we want. They
3: know it. All right, let's hear the uh, the next one, Rami. Yes, Uh, and this one's just listening to Filoni talk about how he feels that Star Wars should just make people happy, which is always awesome.
2: You know, again, Star Wars is something that ultimately should make people feel happy. It should make you feel good. It should be uplifting. And that's what I felt in that hall when people are appreciating everyone. And and I know it's something that it's just so important to the DNA of this thing. When you think of when you left the original uh, Star Wars, A New Hope, The theater. People were cheering at the end. People felt great. Mm -hmm. At a time when, you know, you could argue things weren't that great Mm -hmm. outside. So I think it's so important to give people this positive feeling that happens through these characters, this acknowledgement of these actors where people can come together and say basically thank you. I mean, that's all I hear all weekend if I run into people is thank you, thank you for this, thank you for that. And I think, you know. I've
1: not heard that before and I've worked on a lot of things. And I don't know if it's because it's Star Wars, I don't Mm -hmm. know if it's because it's been such a isolating period that we're coming out of we're beginning to come out of now but we were this was very trying times and and um, you know, launching this new streaming service with this title that nobody had any connection to <laughs> either one and people I think found a way to find community by watching things together. There'd be people that would stay up and, and watch it from when it first was put on the service So some people are up at midnight three in the morning depending on where you lived. And then on social media, they would all talk to each other. They would create memes. They would they would uh, have message boards. And so I think it was a way for people to come together, even though they were they felt very alone. And now that everybody's starting to come out and meeting each other in the sunlight again, and <laughs> and seeing that they all share common things, and they, I really feel that like there's a, a community here.
0: Dude, that was legit. That's <laughs> so rad. Yeah.
5: Oh my gosh.
4: I mean, he's right. Star Wars should make people happy. Remy mentioned that they recorded this um, this clip at Celebration earlier this year in Anaheim. But man, it was for 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 those of you who went, you'll remember, and and for those of you that didn't go, the 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 feeling in the air was palpable of of just friendship and joy because it, it was like the first big event that people had done since 2020 and to come out two years later, I mean like even, even the, the talent, like the actors and, and the writers and, and everybody that was coming out on, on stage when they're coming out on stage for the first time and they get the giant applause from everybody. Like you could see how emotional they were getting because it like, it it just made everybody happy.
3: Yeah. And I mean, I, I've had, I've had the pleasure of meeting both Dave and John more than once. And you can't help it both times. like, you you tell them thank you because they're genuinely doing something with these things that we are that are so precious to us that that are great great work. You can like I'm we're all happy that these guys are in charge of these things. So
4: yeah yeah for sure.
3: So
0: I've yelled out thank you. Yep I've said thank you face to face. There's uh, yeah so, so many sad. times I did call John Favreau happy, but that's you did you yelled
5: happy. <laughs>
3: Speaking of seeing Favreau at Disneyland, uh,
1: clip number six. And we went through Disneyland yesterday together <laughs> yeah. and um, it was it was a Star Wars night and it was just um, very moving to feel how much energy and excitement and appreciation there was. So I think they're Carson. talking
3: directly about yep. you. <laughs>
6: no. This guy sat
1: behind
0: us.
4: You guys got to tell the story. You guys got to tell yeah. the story.
0: They were, I mean, I mean, they were walking around. Okay, so we were, We went on Thunder Train? Big Thunder... I don't... What's the name big of it? Thunder I always call it Thunder Train. It's Thunder Mountain. We're going to get in line. Joe. John.
5: All of us, dude.
0: All of... I wasn't there. I wasn't I was either. You there. weren't
5: there. That's right. Yeah. Oh, Luke. I Luke.
0: Was. It was, yeah. Luke, Left Coast Avenger. I, I didn't... I wasn't there. Um, yeah. My wife, Tori. Yeah. Levi. Your son, Austin. Yeah, Austin and Kim. Kim. And... Um, that's right, John. You punked out and didn't go um
6: no. <laughs> long story I, I i didn't have i didn't have a pass yeah i didn't have a pass for that night um
0: and then luke yeah luke and luke it was luke left coast avenger it was his first time to disneyland in like forever and he had never seen galaxy's edge or whatever so we're getting in line to get on thunder train i always call it thunder train sorry um and you know how well people that have been to disneyland On the other side is the exit, right? And you get in the little cattle gates and you're standing in line. And there's people on the exit kind of hanging out, which usually means it's, you know, a handicapped person or a a VIP is going to get on. And you can see the plaid vests. Plaid vests are the VIPs. uh, Handlers. Escorts. Handlers. Yeah. And we're sitting there and like, I don't... Joe, like people really know, like I don't somebody there was like a, like a little bit of kind of hooting and hollering but nothing crazy and it, was it like, wasn't It was like too wild at
5: first until like i think
0: we noticed until that. i screamed out happy it was <laughs> I, sc- I was yeah. like happy and john favreau like looked and then he looked at dave and like pointed at dave and it was dave and it was um sam whit whitworth Wit- i never asked him yeah, Witwer. yeah. Witwer. sam whitworth I don't know who else because it was dark. I didn't and, know Sam um, was there, though. That's the funny thing until later. Yeah, because it was dark. It's That ride's dark. It's yeah. not like lights, and I have old eyes. So, um,
4: And Matt Wood was there, too.
0: Matt Wood. With him. Yeah. Um, and we get on the ride, and we're just like, dude, you guys are awesome. Thank you. And, and they we're, we're thinking waiting. we're going <laughs> to take off. Yeah. Yeah. We thought we were going to get on the train and then take off, and they were going to get on the one behind us. And then they proceed to get on behind us in the train in the, the car in the same
3: car you're in just in the seats behind you
5: yes right behind me right right behind joe <laughs> right behind me and i didn't know all i knew was that john and uh, i just knew that those guys were were a couple of, a couple back right and and yeah i didn't know but that we... where it was like directly behind me
0: <laughs> yeah it's uh it's on death watch girls instagram uh you'd have to go back a little bit but it's on there like a video of it and It's the the look on (laughs) Joe's face is hilarious because he kind of like looks behind him and he's like, what are you doing? (laughs) And and the best part was, is we were just screaming our heads off because we were just like, this is awesome.
5: And those guys were too. at least Sam uh, Sam was. Sam was, dude. So I didn't know it was Sam because he was sitting behind me. But this guy behind me, which was Sam, was screaming every time I was screaming, like hands in the air. making yeah. a turn. oh, oh. Yeah. And then we finished the ride. I said, again, again, you know, to the conductor. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, again, again. And then we get up and it's not until I start looking at the video that I realize, holy crap, Sam was behind me the whole time, yelling. That's, that's awesome. He's screaming, Kenobi! <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: that was, ball. it was awesome because like, they rode the ride with us. Like we were all screaming and yelling and we were You're just like, it. It. They, thanks guys, whatever. And they were just walking through the park with the plaid vests, they didn't have a ton of security. No. They were just like... And, and like, Dave's Dave's big. But, like, uh, for older people that know, like, John Favreau's, like, dude's been around. Like, he's been in a lot of movies. Yeah. Produced a lot of movies. The Star Wars Marvel stuff is mm-hmm. just the past 10 years, you know? Um, he's right. huge before this. Um, and it was interesting to just see them walking around granted i'm sure they have some sort of obligation to be there but um
4: oh yes obligated to take your free passes to disneyland (laughs) they look like
0: they were having a blast they had definitely had the best ride of the day was with us guaranteed yes for sure (laughs) that was so much fun though that was a freaking blast we were just blowing john up too you blew
2: it (laughs) you blew it
5: John didn't make it. It's
0: so sad. And it's funny because I don't, I don't like. I generally don't like. I don't know when I see famous people, Star, I'm not like
4: Star Trek,
5: Starstruck.
0: Like, like I went to the Rogue One premiere and like on the red carpet, just watching, and I was just like, I think I saw Bill Nye the Science Guy, and I was more stoked about him than anyone else <laughs> because at the time Levi was young, and she was super into Bill Nye, and I was like, Levi, look, it's Bill Nye the Science Guy. <laughs> Everyone else, I'm like, whatever, (laughs) but those guys are cool. But it's, it's awesome to say kind of like what Raimi said too, to like, just thank people like that. They provide us entertainment,
3: you know? Yeah. Another thing that I do when I, when I have opportunities like that is I'll try and actually find something, even if I didn't know it in advance, I'll, I'll do a little bit of homework and I'll try and find something that has nothing to do with star Wars or like the big thing that they are known for. I'll try and find something a little more obscure. And use that and be like oh you know the like i you know i had an opportunity to meet meet mark hamill and i talked to him i I started off with just voice work like like you know the voice of the joker or or like and he's at like a star wars convention and for someone to walk up to him and say oh you know that your voice work on on batman was was great i mean he sits there and starts going through dialogue from from the show in the joker's voice right there in front like you don't like if you're just part of the crowd that's just there to get an autograph or whatever you and you just like walk up and get your autograph and move on you don't get that but if you find something that like pulls them out of this routine that they're stuck in for eight hours or however long they're they're signing or whatever like they will they will perk up and and interact with you all right the next clip talks about the the different cameos and, and folks that they have brought in as kind of guest appearances so to speak on the
1: shows I tell you, we've been pretty fortunate. lucky with who, who Hertzog, we've had. I mean, we have everyone from Mark Hamill to yeah. Werner Herzog. So Amy Sedaris. Amy Sedaris is, is great, but the she's just Star Wars
2: fabric now. Like she had no idea. Now she's in it, which I love. That's right. She's awesome. But I, um,
1: George. <laughs> George, <laughs> Luke, George Lucas.
2: I don't know. That would be the best cameo. <laughs> well, you'd have to be the son of Baron Papanoida or something like that. I don't know. I wouldn't even speculate on that. It's hard for me to imagine what that day would be like.
0: Dude, there's no way. <laughs> there's no
3: way.
2: So I imagine if George George
0: Lucas
4: cameoed. <laughs> yeah,
3: I get. I
0: mean, how are they gonna work in a plaid shirt? Like, <laughs> <laughs>
3: I get the impression James. from what Dave says that, that that this has not happened yet so I don't think there was any hints here or anything like that. Although I do have a question for each of you guys. What would be like, who would be the blow your mind cameo? Like who would it be and what would they be doing?
0: Oh, him. Dude, him for sure. And you would be like some old like, uh, like, like uh, rebel or something, you know, almost like a old man Rex type he would be i mean that's like a stan lee moment right like oh, when yeah. when are you disappointed when you see stan lee right Dude, yeah. you know, like you know, the best ever, uh, it's the best thing ever yeah. like yeah. cutting yeah. thor's hair probably george lucas but yeah, yeah. i could yeah. see him on i could see him on tatooine like
3: he needs to be <laughs> some like Rose wise or... person that's like yeah. t- telling us st- yeah. either telling a story or giving some kind of sage advice or something like that like they had john williams in yeah. as a
5: bartender right i mean it's so cool they could do that do you do, do you think he would
0: do it yeah like yeah. i know this question needs to go around the room still but like it,
4: if it was dave directing it i think he would yeah. do it maybe he in, would only do it for dave
0: maybe in george's old i haven't watched a lot of stuff on him like i don't know in his old age like would he just kind of be like you know what i should do it like the fans would love it you know
5: yeah we would
6: yeah yeah i i would say the same thing george lucas probably because uh we haven't seen him yet. And we've we've had a bunch of great cameos already. You know, uh, Luke Skywalker, Ahsoka, um Boba. So um Vader. Yeah. George would be a good one. Vader. No. It's not really hey. a cameo, but I mean He's dead. <laughs> Is he? He's no good yep. to be dead. Yeah, George. Definitely.
4: I'm thinking like, okay, you know how they had uh you know how, like in the Senate, they had like ET there. Oh yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. They had the rate of the species. What, yeah.
4: yeah. What if? What if? Like, what if in the Senate they had like Predator?
0: Wait, did I? That, <laughs> did I miss that?
3: Xenomorphs. Yeah, exactly. Zet- <laughs>
4: yeah. They're just like they're just like pissed off. They're voting. On things. <laughs> yeah. No. It's like it's like the Predator with like the white hair, like the elder the elder the elder Predator, you know. And he's got like a staff, and he's just like his neck. Yeah,
0: Yoda, <laughs> Yoda skulls.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that little Grogu heads. Oh man, Jar
6: Jar
2: skulls. Dang. That
3: that ET cameo works in both directions too, because in the Halloween sequence in the movie ET, the kid goes by with a Yoda costume, and ET Yoda. recognizes him.
5: Yeah, he starts saying "phone home, phone home." Yeah, home. Like, yeah wait, I can home, Can home. we go back? What well, he was that, really dude. saying was "send it." Yeah, send it. yeah,
3: exactly. <laughs> vote now, vote now,
0: Yoda. Et e. was in something. It was a, it was a it was a kid dressed in a Yoda costume. <laughs> no, 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 no.
4: No, Et was in the cl- in the prequels.
0: In like the main hall with all the like people going
4: no contest yep. or
0: whatever. Steven's like, do you even watch Star Wars? Why are we doing this? Come on, you... man!
4: It's do you even Star Wars, bro? Dude,
0: my details are not good. When I build a costume, it's good, but I... <laughs> up to eight feet now, now. Sometimes you gotta ask me, like, who played Princess Leia? I'm like, who? Oh, huh? What? Oh, Carrie Fisher. Yeah,
4: it's hot. It's too it's hot. Hot. <laughs> it's hot. It's
0: hot. It's hot. hot. Just keep editing it. That's hot. Are you sunburned, Brian? You've been out in the sun a lot.
3: So hot okay one
0: Virginia Beach I was in the sun yeah one more
3: clip uh so this one is is John talking about the experience of watching George Lucas and Dave Filoni working together
1: (laughs) well he's been on the set when Dave's been directing so I love watching Dave and George together uh George I have tremendous respect for i i've been very fortunate to have great conversations where i've learned a lot but when i see dave and george lucas together that's like a whole <laughs> lot Cause the, how long did you work together 12 years oh, yeah
2: close to that yeah like at least at 10 and yeah i mean it was a master class every day was a master class and so i'm trying to apply that every day and and pass on what i've learned i mean it is the jedi experience i've had and so honestly that's probably my biggest responsibility now is to try to explain to people what George explained to me about why this all works, why it's different and unique from any other fantasy series or fiction out there. It's George lent it a unique point of view. And, uh, it's something that we have to take care of and, you know, work on to improve again and again and again.
3: Yeah. I'm, and, awesome. and, and
2: we've heard that before. I mean,
3: obviously Dave kind of worked under George, you know, on the George was involved in the clone wars all the way up to the very end. So Um, you know, he was very hands-on. Dave got to work kind of at the seat of the master. So how
4: proud do you think that George is of
3: Dave? I mean, like
4: he's, he's doing really Dave is doing what, I mean, this kind of goes to like what we all, what we all want for our children, right. Is we want to see them do better than us. So like for Mm -hmm. George Lucas to see his, you know, his Padawan, doing a star wars tv show live action on a volume yeah that's like
3: which is something that's what george lucas like imagined he always wanted tech, to do it and right. the tech just wasn't there yet yep. while he was still running the company so
0: he just and he's like he's like knighted him you know he's yeah like yeah <laughs> yeah he's he's his predecessor sir Dave yeah. Filoni. yeah it's awesome i it I, I think i saw one of those behind the scenes of the mandalorian like when they Dave, like they show him Grogu for the first time and he's just like ah huh. yeah," cause he's so,
6: like George is so like quirky and like, did, did you hear that story that, that Kevin told about Grogu once and how Dave had mentioned it to him how he wanted to do a show about a baby Yoda and George was like no 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 <laughs> like we're not that's not happening and like 10 years later or whatever, however long yeah. it's been, he was able to Integrate that into the show he did. Mine do. did it, huh? Yeah, George is just George is so quirky. Uh, like, I just
0: you can't. Did it, you I would you love, did the baby Yoda. I would, would love to see him in Star Wars, but I just Came on pretty I don't good. know how they could pull that off. Like. Uh,
3: All right, so that was it for those clips, and that brings us to the end of the news.
0: Dude,
6: those are good, Rami. Wow.
3: That was well good. Thank really you,
6: good. That was awesome. Extensive. Very good. All
4: right, guys, let's get into Hunter's Hard Drive. Why did you make me
1: do this? I guess you have a choice. You want a war? Or do you want to just give me a gun? My father, he go toilet on my hands. Oh, my God. Urine is 35 degrees Celsius. Staves off the frostbite.
0: How is this relevant?
6: You
1: know fathers all right
3: that intro it never does, gets it really does uh, never. it does it keeps on giving just like the yeah, intro to awesome. uh, um to a peacemaker right oh I never, yeah i can dude, watch you never that never skip hunter's hard drive <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah. made to be unskippable
6: it's pretty good <laughs> All right, well, uh, well. Last week I said we were gonna do another double whammy, but I decided that um, we're just gonna do Moon Knight. Oh, you just decided
5: this, okay? Double whammy.
6: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no, we. I, I told you guys in the chat, but I haven't told anyone else. Yeah, it's getting late. I, I don't want Brian to have to stay up and not be able to focus tomorrow and drink too much coffee or whatever. Um, anyway, but um, so Moon Knight uh, came out in 2022. Um, starring Oscar Isaac and Ethan Hawke, uh, Moon Knight is one of those neighborhood level, uh, heroes, uh, sort of like a Spider-Man or like a daredevil level hero. Um, I didn't follow him too much growing up in the comics. I just knew that he had a split personality disorder, um, where he had all these different consciences and, and personalities that would take over and, um... But I was never too deep into it. I, I knew more about other comics, so I never I, I you know, I I never knew too much, but I loved the show. I loved the costume uh that they figured out for him. Um yeah, and Oscar Isaac is great. Uh big fan of him and Ethan Hawk as well. Um so yeah, uh let me see what uh Steven thought about it.
4: Oh man, I mean I would do I would absolutely keep it. I can't wait for season two. Um, I mean, I was every, every episode I was on the edge of my seat waiting for the next episode. I hate when Marvel like cuts it like right at the end at that cliffhanger. And then you're like for, for like a split second, you're not sure if you're watching the credits or not. (laughs) And you're just like, Oh no. Um, but I love, I, I love the way that, that they telegraphed visually the split personality. Like when he, when, when he is like, uh, I don't know the term for it, but like switching over to a different personality
6: switching and like,
4: he's like blacking out and like, like the viewer is getting to see exactly how he would experience it.
5: Yeah.
4: Like for me, that was amazing. And then, like he wakes up and he's himself again, and he doesn't even know what's going on. His hands are bloody, and and whatever.
5: It like fast forwards, right? And all of a sudden, he's looking around, and all these bodies are around him. Obviously, he did. Yeah,
4: he's like he loses he loses time, right?
5: He loses time exactly.
4: Yeah, absolutely. I know. I know this isn't about um, Moon Knight in particular, but um, I love the way these shows are tackling. Um, issues head on and they're not apologetic for it and they're not just squeezing it into the story or the script. For instance, like in Moon Knight, the way that they handle mental illness, the way that Falcon and Winter Soldier handles PTSD. Right. And for, I mean for that for a I mean for that matter also Wandavision, you know, just a, a different form of of PTSD. Um, I know we haven't talked about Miss Marvel yet, but I absolutely love the way they integrate how people of her culture and her race are treated, and and they're not apologetic for it, it like how they show it on the show, and how it's just a matter of yeah. fact. It's just it's just life. I, like for me, that was always that was o- always the root of me reading the comics as a kid. Like my favorite comics to read when I was a kid was X Men. But I loved, you know, I just loved how X-Men was just an analogy for, you know, all the different things that we experience in in uh, in real life. But I love the show. I think my favorite part was seeing that we have a villain who's worse than Thanos, his Moon Knight's mom. I mean, when when she was the cause of like when he goes up the stairs of his trauma, like when 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 he goes up the stairs and. And we, as the viewer are, are like experiencing exactly the, 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 birth of that, that mental illness and that trauma. Oh gosh. I mean, there wasn't a dry eye in my house that night for sure. Heavy, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
6: Heavy. And that's the special thing about this character is that that's not like a gimmick or, and it's not pandering. This character has been written like this for a long time and it's not something new that, that is just happens to be hot on topic. Um, so, uh, it's genuine and, and, and it's relevant, you know? So I, it, it, I, I agree with you and I also like it. Um, so yeah. So thank you, Stephen. Uh, Joe, what did you think about the show? Yeah.
5: So I, I appreciate the pressure to watch it cause I hadn't seen it. <laughs> yeah. And,
6: uh, we were like, watch it. watch no, it. Honestly,
5: I, I needed that push and I'm glad, I'm glad you guys gave me the, uh, the, um uh, the motivation to watch it. It's super good. And, uh, I think, um, You know, Oscar, the 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 actor, he he just, I don't know. It's a lovable British kind of. You feel sorry for the guy. I'm rooting for him. You know, he's working in this this museum. It just he's just and then and then I kind of knew something was up when he's talking to his mom. Right? I'm like, where's this going? Where's this going? Um, it was kind of confusing a little bit in episode two and three. I was a little lost, but then like obviously you know it's good storytelling. It's it's giving you just enough to be curious and sure enough, man, everything started evolving and, and I appreciated, um, just this, just really good storytelling. Cause again, I have no background to these characters at all, but, uh, great visuals. And then the music, um, you know, with, with the whole Egyptian vibe and, and African Middle Eastern vibe, it was just really North African. It was just really cool to see that, um, surface. And then, he just looks like a badass dude when he's when he's when he's Moon Knight. That's like one of the coolest looking, freaking costumes, man. So I'm I'm surprised John hasn't built it yet and gotten some cloth and just started wrapping himself with it. But because uh, John, you're kind of you're kind of on the cutting edge of all these costumes, man. But uh, it's it's a good looking costume.
6: Yeah, and what was the other one, Mister Moon Knight? No, Mister Mister Knight. Right. Yeah, right. Mister. That's Knight. the one I like. Is that it? Yeah, the, the that- suit. I, I liked him, too. I so cut the gloves. It was
4: funny. Yeah. Uh, we haven't seen Jake Lockley's costume yet. Oh. Right? You guys all caught that, right? The the after credit scene at, at the finale? You guys didn't catch that?
0: I don't remember.
4: Tell us. There's an after credit. So the after credit scene of the finale, spoiler alert, I, is, the third, is the third personality. Third personality.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I remember that. Yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But we haven't
6: how he's in the car and and he's
4: so jake jake lockley is like the gangster he's like the donnie brasco type which which actually i like that they made him they kind of like gave oscar isaac his own spin on it because instead of being like brooklyn jersey italian guy it's like uh made
6: him latino he made him
4: latino yeah this time like a a latino mobster um yeah yeah,
3: we haven't seen his costume
6: Well, we'll see should be good uh well that was joe's right so thank you joe um ramey what did you think
3: so i liked it one thing that i'll say is in in my house if 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 it starts out weird like if you have to watch three or four episodes in for it to start to make sense and like get its momentum shows like that are not generally successful in my house now i'll, I'll sit down knowing that but it's kind of part of the marvel formula or whatever i'll sit, I'll, I'll watch through it um but but like everybody watched episode number one and pretty much everybody but me came away from it like what the heck is going on it doesn't make any sense i I, I, he's playing a part oscar isaac's playing a part that i don't really like very much and like and and it each episode you're almost like watching a slightly different character you know in the in the role because he's either switching back and forth between the different personalities or there's there's enough of growth between you know when they start to write recognize that the other personalities are there um and and you get that back and forth so um but yeah i liked i my favorite was the uh the 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 suit version of the of the costume that one was yeah mr Mr. knight that was the best one but yeah i mean i enjoyed it i liked the uh the egyptian all the the egyptian tie-ins as well like uh, like tech was saying and uh yeah by the end of the show everybody had in my house had kind of like caught up and because I continue to watch it. So it, it, everybody else kind of came around and got back into it. But, uh, but I do think that's interesting. It's just something I've observed in my, in my house. It's like, if, if, if it doesn't keep you going from episode one, it's difficult to, to keep the entire house into it. So, but yeah, I thought it was great.
6: Well, thank you, Ramy. and crosshair. What'd you think? I'd like to thank you for
0: cleansing the palette after the last couple ones of these you've made me have to go through. Um, Moon Knight was a massive hit in this house. Uh, I think coming out of WandaVision, Falcon, Loki, like those characters, we knew those characters already. Um, we already had this relationship. Here's a new character that you don't know. Moon Knight gave me... Yep. Big time uh, Daredevil and Punisher vibes where every episode, just like Steven said, you were like, oh, what, what, oh, got to wait till next week now. You know, the music, the visuals, the story um, that to me was top shelf Marvel for a character that. I'm not deep comic reader, so I didn't know. I usually check with you, John or Luke, and to get the the backstory on how it is, and then I get the cool little tie ins. Um, costumes were amazing. Um, I'm horrible with names. The girl, um, her costume was insane. Layla, she's a scarab. Layla, Scarlet, uh, yeah. Scarlet Scarab.
6: That Scarlet scarab, show
0: yeah. built, and I I love shows that like build. Like, cause I, I generally don't like these, you know, I haven't watched Game of Thrones. I haven't watched Walking Dead, like things that just kind of go on and on and on and on and on. But when they build like this and leave you just wanting to see the next episode, it's really, really cool. Um, which probably cause that was so good led to my disappointment from the last couple ones we've been talking about, but um, I am really looking forward to season two and just to cap off this whole thing, generally when these shows come out, it's like, oh, it's the guy from Star Wars, or it's the guy from Marvel in Star Wars, or vice versa. Oscar Isaac absolutely freaking crushed that he did, character.
5: He did great, nailed like, it. He yeah.
0: nailed it from that accent back and forth. Like you know, there there are some actors that you see, you're all, oh, okay, Poe Dameron's in this. Or whatever, like, and then you just all you see is Poe Dameron. But no, you can't get like,
5: past the, the original character that you see him. Yeah, he was.
4: He needs to be nominated for best actor and best supporting actor at the <laughs> dude, for time. the same for show.
5: <laughs>
0: yeah, for real. Yeah, he was a dude, dude was playing play, a dude, no? disguised to be another dude. Um, the chemistry I, I too mean, with
5: him and his wife. Um, that character. Yeah. Uh, God, what was her name? Yeah, Layla. Layla. Yeah. yeah
0: sorry. Um, I loved the big. The big tall creature too. What? what uh, uh, blah, blah, blah. I can't remember the name. Um, but yeah, he was Conchu. Conchu, Conchu. Yeah, He was. He was absolutely
6: phenomenal.
4: Who
5: is his boy voice made his that voice show.
0: Voice.
4: He was no mercy. Oh, so. That was. Uh, uh, oh gosh, he was in a- a- Abraham. No, a- uh, Abraham. he was in Star Trek. He was in Star Trek. Um, he's a really famous like uh, stage actor. Hmm. Um, oh gosh. I'll look up his name. I'm
0: halfway there. But um, thank you, John, for pulling up something really good this week.
4: You know, also, Brian, what they were going to do originally was they were going to put Gore the God Butcher in here, and he was going to be the reason that a bunch of those gods didn't exist in the temple. For real. That's cool. Yeah. I liked Gore.
0: I, I liked Gore the God Butcher. I think, you know, doing two really horrible movies last time was hard to remember all the details i mean i forgot about jim halpert as in the fantastic four um i'll say some let me say some good things that whole kind of mutant add-in um peggy carter was awesome so we're talking about
6: uh, uh dr strange peggy carter was awesome
4: that was last week, that was last yeah. week.
6: yeah yeah, I'm yeah just he keeps going. coming back just... and trying to redeem himself you, you, the comments have been made it's over all right, Jim Halpert oh, yeah. was in you it. You can't so. bring it back. That's
0: cool. <laughs> <laughs> he's looking for Pam.
6: Thank you, Crosshair, for backpedaling to last week. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, so, right on, guys. Thank Conchu you very much. Conchu was
3: voiced by F. Murray Abraham.
5: F. Murray Abraham. Abraham. He was in uh, Amadeus,
3: Stephen. Grand Budapest Hotel. He's, oh. he's, done, he's done quite a bit. Hmm. A long list of stuff. And he was in Star Trek. Was it Star Trek Insurrection? I think now that you say that I think you might be right I'm looking at the list
0: uh, Steven since Steven's on such a roll too I would like to also uh, double up on your comment on them touching on social issues in a natural and organic way it was really <laughs> it was done very very well yeah you're on point dude you're on point Agreed. with this stuff you know the Agreed. actors names you got it. Like, you, you pull out some deep information.
4: I need well, a phone thing. I can hear my I just do my research when John announces it a week in advance.
6: Yeah, that's why I tell you guys. Tomorrow, I'll tell you the new one, and then you have a whole week to, you know, prepare. Harry Watchman. Prepare? Night.
5: We're supposed to prepare for this.
6: Well, you know. At least know what we're talking about. I got
4: you, John. I got
6: you. He knows. All right. We're good. Anyway. All right. That uh, rounds off uh, Hunter's Hard Drive. Take it away, Stephen.
4: All right, guys. And that pretty much does it for episode five. Thank you very much for listening to us. If you like what we do, give us a good review on your podcast app. Subscribe to our YouTube, guys. We've got a YouTube channel. We're trying to grow it over there. Subscribe. You can see all the videos. You can go directly to Hunter's Hard Drive. Please check it out. Uh, you can email us questions uh, at dadbatchpod at gmail.com. And uh, if you guys want to follow me, I'm stevie.kicks on all the socials, Instagram and uh, Twitter and TikTok. And John, where can people find you?
6: You can find me at Alpha Ignition.
4: Awesome. Tech, where can people find you?
6: Tech. Doc, bad
4: Brian's already gone oh there, <laughs> is.
6: Sleep. oh there he is oh there he went
4: <laughs> Brian
0: Sithing ain't easy figured out
3: and Rami where can people find you and Soraya you can find me easiest way is the and I'm linked from there and uh, my daughter the, the BMX superstar she is BMX Bubby on Instagram thank you
4: everybody again for listening to the dad batch podcast and until next time Enjoy your spice responsibly. (laughs) Sorry.
6: (laughs) Wow. Did you just
2: barf? (laughs)
6: the intro uh, sushi <clears throat> all right so gross oh wow
0: <laughs> take your time dude drink some water we're just hanging out i mean if your toy isn't hanging off your mic what are you really even doing here